Good morning, and welcome to Simply Science. It's Thursday, February 1st. On today's show, a fasting prime minister and a mind-reading billionaire dominate the week in science. Scientists also make breakthroughs using CRISPR gene editing to treat hereditary disorders. Plus, a closed-loop recycling process is discovered for one of the most widely used plastics. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Science. We start off with a week in science that has been nothing short of intriguing, from a fasting prime minister to a mind-reading billionaire. We've seen Elon Musk's Neuralink implant its first chip into a human, research suggesting Alzheimer's can pass between humans in rare medical accidents, and the revelation that Rishi Sunak begins each week with a 36-hour fast. Here to delve deeper into these stories is our correspondent, Michael. Let's start with Neuralink. Can you tell us more about this development, Michael? Certainly, David. Elon Musk's Neuralink has made a significant stride by implanting its first chip into a human. This is a major step towards Musk's vision of creating a direct interface between the brain and computers, potentially opening up new possibilities in treating neurological disorders and enhancing cognitive abilities. That's quite a breakthrough. Moving on, there's been some research suggesting Alzheimer's can pass between humans. Can you elaborate on that? Yes, this is based on a study that suggests Alzheimer's disease could potentially be transmitted between humans in rare medical accidents. It's important to note that this is still a hypothesis and further research is needed to confirm these findings. However, if proven, it could significantly change our understanding of the disease. Indeed, that could be a game changer. Lastly, we have Rishi Sunak's 36-hour fast. What's the science behind this? Rishi Sunak's 36-hour fast is a form of intermittent fasting, a dietary practice that alternates between periods of eating and fasting. Some studies suggest that intermittent fasting can have various health benefits, including weight loss, improved metabolic health, and perhaps even longevity. However, it's not suitable for everyone and should be undertaken with medical advice. Thanks for those insights, Michael. Speaking of diverse topics, let's shift our focus to a groundbreaking development in the field of genetic medicine. Scientists have used CRISPR gene editing to treat a hereditary disorder, marking a significant step forward. Here to delve deeper into this topic is our correspondent from Simply Science. Can you tell us more about this development? Certainly, David. While the details of the study are not available in the article, what we do know is that this represents a significant milestone in the field of genetic medicine. The use of CRISPR gene editing technology in treating hereditary disorders opens up a new realm of possibilities for medical science. This technology allows scientists to make precise changes to the DNA in cells, potentially correcting genetic defects at their source. That sounds promising, but what exactly is CRISPR gene editing and how does it work? CRISPR, which stands for Clustered Regularly Interspaced Short Palindromic Repeats, is a technology that allows scientists to edit genes within organisms. It works like a pair of molecular scissors, allowing scientists to cut out, replace, or add parts to the DNA sequence. It's a revolutionary tool because of its precision and versatility. It can target any gene, making it a powerful tool for treating genetic disorders. And what are the implications of this development 
for the treatment of hereditary disorders. The implications are vast. Hereditary disorders are often caused by mutations in a single gene. If scientists can use CRISPR to correct these mutations, it could potentially cure these disorders. However, it's important to note that this is a complex field, and there are many factors to consider, including potential side effects and ethical considerations. But overall, this development is a significant step forward in the potential use of gene editing for treating hereditary disorders. It certainly sounds like a significant development. Thanks for that report, Abby. In another significant development, this time for the plastics industry, scientists have found a way to replicate the chemical structure of low-density polyethylene, or LDPE, one of the most widely used plastics. This breakthrough could pave the way for sustainable alternatives in the industry. Joining us now is James, our correspondent at Simply Science. James, could you tell us more about this development? Certainly, David. This development comes from the University of Bayreuth, where Professor Dr. Rhett Kempe and his interdisciplinary research team have introduced a new chemically recyclable, highly branched polyolefin material. The team has incorporated recycling points into the new plastic, which allow the polymer to be chemically broken down into smaller fragments that are soluble in organic solvents at moderate temperatures. These components can then be recombined and reused in a closed cycle. That sounds promising, but what makes LDPE so difficult to imitate? LDPE is produced in a high-pressure process under extreme reaction conditions, which is crucial for its highly branched and complex chemical structure and the associated material properties. This energy-intensive process has made it very difficult to replicate this unique structure. However, the new material, known as LDPE Mimic, closely resembles commercial LDPE in its chemical structure. So how did the team manage to replicate the structure of LDPE? The key to their success lies in the use of new catalysts, which produce defined building blocks of a certain size under correspondingly mild reaction conditions. These building blocks can then be combined to form the final plastic material. The new material consists of two different macromonomers, a backbone and potential long-chain branches. These branches can be reversibly attached to the backbone and cleaved under acidic and basic conditions. What does this mean for the future of the plastics industry? This development could have significant implications for the plastics industry. The innovations lie in the combination of production under very mild or sustainable conditions, the chemical recyclability of the plastic, and the targeted imitation of the chemical structure of LDPE. This could pave the way for more sustainable alternatives in the industry. Thanks for that update, James. In related news, the College of Science is set to launch a new division for data science in the upcoming spring semester. This move is aimed at advancing education and research initiatives through data-driven approaches. Here with us to discuss this development is our correspondent, Bella. Can you tell us more about this new division and its objectives? Certainly, David. The new division is essentially a merger of the previous Center for Data Science Research and Education. Data science, as defined by the Division of Data Science, DDS website, involves the scientific and mathematical analysis of data sets, as well as human understanding and exploration to derive insights from big data for science and business. What kind of programs does the College of Science currently offer in data science? The College of Science currently offers a data science major with an emphasis in a field of science, 
a minor in data science, and a master's degree in applied statistics and data science. The university began offering data science courses in the fall of 2018, and a data science bachelor's degree was implemented in the fall of 2021. What does the new division aim to achieve beyond fundamental research? The commitment of the new division extends beyond fundamental research. It aims to nurture collaborative cross-disciplinary studies with a specific emphasis on cutting-edge AI-driven approaches across various fields. This could potentially lead to breakthroughs in a wide range of scientific disciplines. That's certainly an exciting development. Thanks for sharing, Bella. And on that note, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Science. We'll see you back here tomorrow.